This podcast is part of the National Archives Voices of the Armistice campaign, commemorating 90 years since the end of the First World War. Hear more voices at nationalarchives.gov.uk forward slash armistice. My name is William Spencer. I am the Principal Military Specialist at the National Archives at Kew. WO 161-100-576 Prisoner of War Interrogation Reports We only have a very small sample of prisoner of war interrogations and reports of British prisoners held overseas and in many cases they contain information about the aspects of life circumstances of a capture of an individual. Name, Jones. Rank, Abel Seaman. Number, 3189. Regiment, Royal Naval Division. Home address, 49 Walren Buildings, Old Kent Road, London. Nature of wound, if any. Unwounded. Age, 24. Occupation before war. Engineer's apprentice. Captured, October 9th, 1914. Dobernitz. October 15th, 1914 to May 8th, 1916. Two days after the capture of Antwerp, I was taken with 600 British prisoners of the RND to Dobernitz, where I remained for 18 months. Except when I had to undergo the punishment of being tied up daily for a month, and to live on bread and water for an attempt to escape in March 1916, I have no special complaint to make as regards my treatment there. Unter Officer Sassoff, a German Pole, treated the prisoners badly. He was very rough and brutal when he tied them up for punishment, and this man was at Dobernitz during my whole stay there. On 8th of May 1916, I was sent off with a party of 500 prisoners to Libo, and before our departure they told us that we were being sent there to work at the docks by way of reprisal. On the 2nd of January 1917, orders were given to pack up, and we were sent at once to Mittau by train, where we spent one night, and the following day I started on the march for the Russian front. The treatment of the prisoners was most brutal. I was repeatedly struck myself. Russian Front, January to February 1917. After working for about a month on the Eastern Front digging communication trenches, cutting trees, making dugouts, etc., I was sick with a frostbitten toe. Unfortunately for myself, the doctor was paying his first visit to the lager since we left Mitau. Up to then, the medical attention which the prisoners received was from the Sanitats, who insisted on the men remaining at work, even when suffering from frostbites. Mitau Hospital, February 28th to March 8th, 1917. The doctor sent me back to hospital at Mitau with three of the prisoners, and we got there the same day. After a week's stay at Mitau, I was taken with a party of 10 British sick prisoners in a hospital train to Nies. Nies Hospital, March 10th to September 1st, 1917. After about six weeks, it was decided that my big toe must be amputated, and the operation was performed in the large hospital of the town, where I remained for two months, and I was very well treated there. Lambsdorff, September the 1st to 15th, 1917. At the beginning of September 1917, I was moved to Lambsdorff with eight of my fellow prisoners. There must have been about a thousand prisoners in the invalid lager number one. We were the only British. The other prisoners were Russian, French, Serbians and all nationalities. Our barrack accommodated about 95 prisoners. The beds were in three tiers and the place was very dirty and verminous. Its condition was so bad that the barrack had to be fumigated a few days after our arrival. Mishevitz, Prusengruber. September 15th, 1917 to September the 8th, 1918. On our arrival at Mishevitz, we were told that we would have to work in the mines, and they took us to a house in Kronprinzstrasse, where there were 105 British prisoners, 42 Serbians, and 90 Russians who had been there since 1915. The name of the mine at which we worked was Prusengruber. Herr Koch, the proprietor, 
owned pits in Cumberland, and he was married to an Englishwoman who came to see us in our quarters on one occasion. On 18th of May 1918, I remember the date because it happened to be my birthday, I was pushing a wagon of rock, not coal, which went off the line, and in trying to get it back, I put my left knee out of joint and fell down, and the former Marcella, instead of coming to my assistance, attacked me with a stick and would not believe I was injured, although I showed him the swollen joint, but left me lying on the ground until the shift was finished. Burthen Hospital, September 8th to October 7th, 1918. They took me to the hospital as soon as there was room there, and I was under treatment for seven weeks. Lambsdorff, October 7th to 15th, 1918. On 7th of October, 1918, I left Boothen for Lambsdorff, and after being there for about eight days, I was told my name was down for repatriation. This podcast is a recording of extracts taken from records at the National Archives and is a copyright of the Crown. The Crown.